0: Hi, this is Beck from Gareth's Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised.
1: I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass!
2: That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating
3: duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob
4: and Slim!
0: You're listening to Rob and Slim interviews
2: with Rob, sports. Am I right? And Slim, what about politics? Internet radio's finest.
3: Rob and Slim show. What the
5: hell is going on, boys? What the fuck gave you the
3: badass, bro? It does. It's been a hell of a long time. It's been a long fucking time, and uh, we're on our last our last season here, David.
5: If you heard. If you heard, I did hear, and uh, it's uh, it's sad, and almost as sad as the part down the middle in Slim's hair. But oh, that is you super know sad. That, you know, yeah. That uh, <laughs> 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 no, it really it looks good on you though. Ah, uh, yeah, Thank that's, that's, that's
2: <laughs> so does a taser. <laughs> so if no, you know what I mean. No tasers for Slim.
5: Yes, last <laughs>
2: episode of the,
3: he's got to do it right. I will regret it. That's the only regret I'll walk away from the show with David. Is if I don't. Tay is my co-host.
2: I'm gonna cancel the last episode.
3: Yes, (laughs) you know, just it's like we came in, we came in strong. We got to end strong, Slim. That's that's how it works in this business. You've been (laughs) there for most of the ride. (laughs) You've been here for a long time uh, with us, David. Though, like I feel like early, early we 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 connected with you and Juliet, and and, yeah, it's been it's been a time.
5: It's been almost six years, man. You believe
3: this, that? It's our eighth season. But yeah, we, I know. me and you met in like, yeah, second. Yeah. So yeah, fuck. Fuck. Shit. It's been a long time, brother. Has been. And how are you guys? Uh, and down in New Orleans. How? What did you have? Ida? What was that bitch that
5: just hit you guys? Oh, Ida was a son of a bitch. So she one, hit us hard. Did, so it wasn't the flooding or the rain that was a problem with the hurricane when we got it. It was loss of power. Loss of cell, loss of data, loss of internet—you know all of that. Yeah. You combine all that together, I'm like, I'm evacuating. I'm going to Florida. Fuck this shit. Get the fuck
3: out of here. I need to get on Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. We can't go without that anymore. You're just not having a shower. No power, and it's miserable. It's miserable. But how long were you without it?
5: Only four days. It wasn't that long at all. It's, so. it's
3: it's still long though. When you're in that moment and you have nothing to do, like it's just, it's 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 like an eternity. It's like a prison
5: sentence. It was worse than that. As soon as my cell phone went off, like no data or any cell phone connection, I'm like, oh yeah, oh no, this is this shit just got real. Yeah. You know? <laughs> What the fuck happens if,
3: like, yeah, looters or whatever, like, come in, like, yeah, no, you need to, you need somewhere you can contact somebody.
5: Exactly. Nine one one doesn't call itself. <laughs> that should be a Drizz song. Mm. <laughs> oh, uh, I was gonna say,
3: would, would you like to hear him? I didn't know if you had any requests, David. I just thought of one right off the bat,
5: is like a hurricane song or something. You start first, and I got a second one for you. Yeah, him.
3: maybe like that's like a fundraising, like, you know, uh, we can come through this. Like, this is an inspirational Drizz song, I feel
2: yeah, like. this is a one.
3: Let's see. Let me get a beat. Let me get a beat for this piece of uh, work that's coming our way. Where, where'd I put those? Here we go. Uh, fuck, where'd I put them? Where'd I put them? I cannot find it, Drizz. Where do you put your beats, you <laughs> son of a bitch?
2: Yo, I put them in the beat folder. Did you? Yeah. Where's that folder? Here we go. Uh, Here we go. Yo hurricanes in america that's the only place they happen in america we got the red white and blue and hurricanes they don't happen in japan because japan ain't cool enough to have hurricanes like america only america has hurricanes and police brutality and all that other cool shit in america we got tornadoes we got hurricanes we got tornadoes all japan has is tsunamis who wants to get hit by a bunch of water it's not as cool as a hurricane because a hurricane you get hit by lightning and water and wind but a tsunami it's just a bunch of water that's lame america
4: yeah
3: I was very anti
5: Japan. I didn't know the Jets <laughs> felt that way. I didn't know he was so. I, I really caught on to the anti Asian thing. Yeah! <laughs> it's yeah. weird. Wow. Well, and also, it's good to know that uh, American hurricanes only happen in America, yeah. thankfully. <laughs> I don't know, It'd know what's be going weird on. If they happen in Europe.
3: I feel like we got like two or three back to back, David. We had one that came from like boston and then we had the, we had the we had ida it was like two or three back to back we have had like we've had tornadoes in jersey like
5: the past two years like it's fucking yeah yep. it's fucking wild you guys got hit with ida actually worse than we did you had more really? deaths the whole deal up there
3: yes yeah I, I saw the death count uh our buddy jack from uh just conversation podcast his car got ruined it like floated like a block away
2: Holy shit! Like yeah, we were okay here.
3: Like this yeah, little spot. Yeah, I don't spot, remember
2: like really anything happening. This little
3: spot here, David. We we got some heavy rain. That was it. But everywhere else, like up north, did you see the footage of like, I don't know, was that Ida or was that the other one? One of them in New York City. Uh, the subways
5: were just flooded, dude. It was sick. Yeah, that's crazy. And by the way, that guy's car—it just got better gas it's that way. Ah, that's all right. You should yeah. be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a song for uh, the Driz. Yeah. All right, this one is called Norm McDonald's Cancer.
2: Oh, let's see what he's
4: got.
5: know, I don't even know what that is.
2: Norm McDonald. He's not the guy that made McDonald's. You know my favorite fast food chain where I get some Big Macs and McChicken's. I really like their Big Macs. You ever take a McChicken and put it in a Big Mac? It's great. Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald, I don't know who the fuck that is, but I bet you he's pretty cool. He's probably like the dopest guy ever, but I just found out he's got cancer. Fuck, I hope I still get some Big Macs. Hopefully when Noor McDonald dies of cancer, I can still get a Big Mac from McDonald's and a McChicken, cause I like to put my McChickens inside my Big Macs. Yeah, Nor McDonald, when you die of cancer, what you gonna? you can't survive cancer well other people can but you can't because you're no McDonald I don't know who the fuck you are but I know you ain't strong enough to survive cancer but please don't get rid of Big Macs when you die or McChickens I need them both
5: Wow! If that doesn't end up on TikTok, nothing will.
3: <laughs> oh, that was amazing. Norm is one of the funniest comedians ever, and he died of cancer. And, and, and
5: by the way, he recently died of cancer, like a and week ago. Way, he'll be happy to hear that you wish death on him after he died. Just we're
3: worried about a Big Mac and a <laughs> <Big> <laughs> That's wow, rock. i got to read a paper. That's rock and roll. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yes. God damn. You weren't even close to Norm McDonald. Yeah, I don't
2: know. I, I cut myself off from reality.
3: <laughs> it
5: paid off. It pays off.
3: <laughs>
5: okay, so I have another song for you. If the Driz is up for it, you know, I know that he gets worn out after a while.
2: Me worn out, never. Uh, You confusing me with some other Drizz Uh. Alright so
5: The next song is Drizz
2: Takes Over, Robin Slam Robin Slam On their last season It's ending probably in like a couple months Or something, I think June, July, I don't fucking know It's gonna end it's gonna end, but I'm still gonna be here. I'm actually buying the rights from them. That's right. They're selling Robin Slim to me. And so me, the drizz, for the next 25 years, probably more than that, I'm gonna run the Robin Slim show. It's still gonna be called the Robin Slim show, but it's just gonna be me. And it's gonna be like 15 minutes because 15 minutes, I feel like that's the best podcast. You should only podcast for 15 minutes. Nobody has the intention span anymore to listen to four or five hours but 15 minutes they'll fucking love that and it's gonna be like this is gonna be like robin slim show yeah and then i'm just gonna go yeah for like 15 minutes yeah robin slim show every now and then i'll throw in a robin slim show robin slim show for like 15 fucking minutes people are fucking heads are gonna explode it's gonna be fucking cool yeah but i won't go away so don't worry if you were worrying that the drizz was gonna disappear with the robin slim show well, obviously, you aren't paying attention to my career because I don't exist only on the Robin Slim Show. I exist in the real world. I exist all over the place. I have like 50 million albums. Yeah. I have to think about what they were. Some people call them albums, some people call them CDs. I call them works of art, masterpieces. Yeah. Golden shit. Yeah.
5: <laughs> That almost felt like a slim confessional more than <laughs> anything else. I like did. why he wants to get the fuck off the show. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh fuck.
2: So I could do fifteen minutes of uh That's of bad. Ooh,
3: gotta have a beat every show too. Like oh
2: I remember when we started like years ago, eight years ago, I was looking up like tips for podcasts and that was like one of the the tips. I don't None make of them your, ever work don't don't make your oh. podcast any longer than thirty minutes. I'm like, what? What right. the fuck is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> Ugh. You
5: guys can barely get a fart out in 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even worked up in 30 minutes. Like, I'm just barely
3: like getting started. Yeah. Ugh, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I did, though, David. I got to announce it right now, and I want to know if, like, live, we could do it. If we could do the yeah. intro for my new show. I'm coming out with uh, after this ends. I've been thinking about it. It's going to be called yep. The Rob and Two, Two Crows Show. Ooh, and I, w- Crows. I was wondering if you could do okay. the intro. Like, I'll play the music. Um, all ahead. you got to say is, uh, what's what's our other intro go? How's it go? Uh, you're listening to Rob and Two Crows, Internet Radio's Finest, uh, something like that. And I'll just yeah. play the music uh, here if, if you got a sec here. Mm-hmm. Hold on.
5: Fuck yourself,
3: David. I got. I got to lower my volume. Yeah. Let's see. I guess I was too loud. Here we go. We got one more. One more. Let's see. Wait, yeah, wait, wait.
2: Uh, do you want me to mess with it?
3: Oh. Uh here we go. Maybe this. Maybe this will work. Let's try this. Here we go. Yeah. Let's do it one more time without Slim saying something. God damn it. You, you, I don't want
2: to I'm not allowing you I thought to he was reading podcast this. clips. I'm not I'm not going to allow it.
5: Oh, here we go. Slim's new with the mic. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Two grogues. Internet's fine. Go fuck yourself, radio.
4: This is Robin Two
3: Crows. <laughing> Isn't it cool? This is what my new show is going to be <laughs> next season. Robin <Robert> Two Crows.
5: <laughs> That's awesome.
3: Oh, thank you, David. You're awesome. You're awesome. Oh, man. is uh, you, Juliet still does uh, the Unwritable Rant. Does she still do uh, Bourbon Soap Live?
5: Yeah, we've put that on hiatus for a little bit because she's writing her second book right now. So oh, cool. uh, she's doing the podcast intermittently, I'll say. Yeah, I <laughs> Not that as consistently she's... as we've been doing it, but yeah, um, she's still doing it. And cool. uh, the book will, chances I think, well, depending on when it gets edited, I think it's going to come out uh, April-ish, somewhere around then. So yeah, she's really excited cool. about it. Awesome. Yeah, I, I... It's been awesome having her right down here she's just so inspired i mean new orleans is such a great city oh
3: yeah yeah because you guys were in chicago so like that's like that i I didn't think that that would affect you differently as far as that goes that's cool that's super cool
5: yeah she's digging it down here creatively it's been a whole new experience for
3: i could get you an editor his name is slim but i don't think he knows how to spell that good or or pronounce words (laughs) so i wouldn't i wouldn't but i can get you him
5: i can get you him if you want me to broker this deal uh we do need someone to park the car.
2: If he's <laughs> right. cool with that, I'm not really good at that either. Though I'll probably hit, like things.
3: <laughs> seems okay, but I don't know about parallel. I've never seen his parallel parking skills. So huh.
2: I'm looking at Rob's notebook right now, and on one page yeah. is just the whole page just says in really large letters, "Rob and Two Crows,"
5: intro. <laughs> So he prepared nothing for this because you know when we get together, nothing needs to be prepared.
4: No, I, I
5: have faith in David. I have faith in David the producer. Exactly. Hey, I actually have a question for you guys. You know, yeah. This being your last season, I have a few questions. And one is if you had to pick out the moment on your show that you guys are most proud of, and I'm sure you probably have separate ones, what are they?
3: Would, I mean, uh, interview. Besides or, Lambo or, leaving. Yeah. Well, uh, that was a big achievement. I don't know though. Like I, I kind of yeah. always separated the interview no, section it could be any. from, any.
5: Uh, it, it could be either an interview or it could be, you know, just some of the, some of the bits.
3: I, I, even off the air, like uh, some of the shit on Twitter, like the, the big, huge fight I had with Scott Baio. That, that I feel was <laughs> one of the greatest things. Just all the trolls coming at me and Ryder back in the day. that was, that was really, really just amazing. Just the fact that I had those losers coming at me for so long. They came at me for like three or four days straight.
5: Wow. Wow. And did they end up just subsiding or did you end up just, you know, blocking them all? Just giving them the big finger?
3: I was blocking, but they would have others come at me and they ended up, it was a little of both, a little of both, just subsiding and me just like, just fucking whatever. Um, But yeah, I called them a cunt. Because he uh, blocked Steve Coulter. He blocked our buddy Steve Coulter, who's on later tonight. Um, yeah,
5: the,
3: the Walking Dead. Yeah, he went to like tweet something at, at Scott, and like something over, something else he had blocked him previously for that Steve didn't even know. So I just tweeted to um, Scott when At the time, I don't know if it's still this way, because uh, he blocked me. His pinned tweet was uh, something about the rape allegation from Nicole Eggert from Charles in Charge, and that a judge some judge deemed that he, he he couldn't have done it. So he had this like judge letter or something. And I was like, I don't know about your fucking judge letter or any of that shit, Scott Bale, but you're a cunt for blocking Steve Coulter. And then, so he tweeted at me and then all of his, all of his fucking peeps, Oof. all of his peeps, all of his maggot turds came at me. One of them was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be sued. I'm going go to go to jail. I said, yeah, really? What, oh, what court in the country holds hearings for a man calling another man a cunt? like it was it was ridiculous <laughs>
4: like,
3: i'm going to cut jail so yeah.
2: i i go ahead I, I was i was just going to say real quick that it's it's not for me it's not a moment it's just the the show in its entirety the growth of like where we started to where we ended up and just the fact that we we're here every Wednesday nonstop for eight years is just like, that's incredible. And that's something that I'm most proud of.
5: Yeah. No, it's like almost a decade it should be yeah. almost the a longevity decade. and just the, you know, the quality and, you know, consistency of the show. That's pretty freaking amazing. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And like to stick to the schedule, we've always gone live. No matter. I mean, there's been times I've had like excruciating pains from like a tooth or something or like, uh, coming sick. Or you were
5: hammered. Yeah.
3: <laughs> coming hammered <laughs> as slim as shit and blood all night from getting railed <laughs> yeah. down at the docks all night. You know, we, we, we've done it. We've done it. We stuck it out.
2: Or just, I think there was a period where I had, like, crippling depression, and I still was able to, like, turn this mic on, and all that disappeared. And that was great. So but he owes me. He owes me, I like, therapy him money, him right? Probably, like, therapy money, yeah. Yeah,
5: no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, now, if I had to ask about the highest of highs there's always the lowest of lows. What was the one moment you wish, ooh, either I wish we didn't do that bit or I wish we wouldn't have done this or we could have done this a little differently or just a show where you said, fuck. That
3: was uh, season two's finale, I'd say, where I had... uh... From the
2: Opie and Anthony show, this this is the one I was going to say too. Still,
3: it's all he goes by that he was on the Opie and Anthony show. Uh, No filter, Paul. Fuck you. You, He was one of Opie (laughs) and Anthony's like uh, uh, stunt boys, and. uh, he lives locally, so uh, I'm like, "Would you would you call come in or call for an interview?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll come in." And he did come in, and he was a cunt. He was a cunt, and I had even the guests from later in the show like messaging me, like, "This guy, I, I'm not even comfortable calling in with this guy." So, and at the beginning when he first came here, he's wow. like, "Ask me to leave at any point, and I'll leave." So right before the guests come on, uh, and we did his interview, I'm like, "Would you mind leaving, dude? Like, uh, you know, I, I have, uh, I just, I feel like we're gonna do the rest of the show." Uh, to just together, and he's like, and instantly he gets all like confrontational. He's like, why would you want me to leave? I'll be, I'm good, and I'm like, well, I, I've had, a, and I did, I, I straight up said, uh, a couple guests have messaged me, they're coming on and said they're not really comfortable with you being here since you've been so rough and all that shit, and he's like, I'll be fine, I'll be fucking fine. Who said it? And Slim, all drunk and a pussy at the time, which is, like I'm saying, like, he's grown, he's grown. Yeah. But uh, Slim's like, oh, yeah, well, Slim was really drunk. Really drunk and trying not to make any problems And with the sure, guy. Because sure. the guy did instantly get to that point. Like, like I said earlier, like, tell me to leave anytime I will. And then instantly, oh, I'm, oh I can't, why am I got to leave? And uh, Slim's like, ah, it'll be fine. And I was like, Okay. But I, in my head, I was already pissed, already pissed.
2: Yeah, I Um, I didn't realize how bad it was until like the next day, and then it hit me, and I was like, okay, yeah. And the guy stayed, and he was
3: a con. And then later, like I yelled at Slim, like uh, I was like, you, you motherfucker, you should always have my back. You should always, no matter what, like agree with me. And uh, he said he thought it was fine, and I like I I was really pissed, uh, whatever. So I'm like, uh, yeah, listen to it. Listen to the show. If you could do anything with that turd, do it, edit it, whatever. And Slim had listened to it. I guess he went back, like he said, the next day. And he said it was shit. We'd never even posted it. We never even posted it. Oh, it's
5: not out there? No. I was that mad. dude, you got to post it now.
3: It was deleted. I made him delete it because you know what this cunt did? This cunt kept messaging. This cunt kept messaging, and he wanted a copy of the show. So just so he couldn't get a copy, I told him to just delete
2: it. I might still have a copy of it. Oh, so you're lying, (laughs) motherfucker. I I might. (laughs) I have to check the hard drive. It might be hiding somewhere. Yeah, no.
3: And honestly, like the beginning of the show was was pretty good. But then, like I said, I I got to the point where I just wanted him to fuck off. And the other guests.
5: The you other guests. What? There is no better way to end the season yeah. than to post just that. Just, you know, it's going to be just this cringeworthy interview that you know you want to post. He
3: was just such a. I remember him heavy. That, that was another thing,
5: David. Uh,
3: Here's one on one for podcasters. He was heavy breathing on the mic. Like, you could hear the go. Bleh. Like, it was like having a fucking gross bulldog in the room. Like, it was, he was disgusting. <laughs>
5: disgusting. As and much is- as that guy's been on radio, you think he would know better.
3: Yeah. Right. No, I, but honestly, like, we had checked out even around that time, like, the people he had on his show, he was, like, way nicer, too. He was just, like, a, a deliberate, the, intentional cunt, like, on our show.
2: So, I don't know if it's because, like, we were, like, Opie and Anthony fans, and I think that's the way he acted on Opie and Anthony, because I had heard... I, I remember Opie, clips. like, had banned
3: him at one point. Yeah. Like, I remember him
2: on
5: there. Like, Opie was... He yeah. even hated him. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'll have to go back to some of the old O and A stuff. I, I mean, I remember No Filter Paul, but I, I don't really recall his contribution to the show. To be it honest, really, I wasn't mean, he must super have been a, much. Bit, a bit player.
3: They made him shit himself in a diaper, like just like we did to Slambo, because that was the thing too. I had the idea for that bit before they did it. And it was basically the same bit that I, that I had the idea for. It was, like, give somebody that, like, liquid laxatives and put him in a diaper. So, but they, I wasn't on the air at the time, and they did it. But I, I prefaced even when Slambo did it that I had the idea uh, before them. But, um, so, like, yeah, that's basically all I did. They put him in a diaper. They walked him around Manhattan or whatever, had him interview people <laughs> while he shit himself. That's basically basically what it, it sounds like—a
5: poor man's version of uh, Stuttering John. <laughs> yeah, so he's a cunt. Fuck him. <clears throat> okay, so I have to ask you, and I know that uh, we have a, just a short amount of time together here oh. left, but what's next for you guys?
2: I think Rob and I have already decided we're still like we're not gonna completely disappear. Like we'll still do stuff. Um, and even if, like, we've kind of pitched the ideals of doing different projects, like, I don't really know anything yet, like, what it is. But we b- we're we both creative people, and-, and there's always things that we're kicking around. Um, but, like, we're definitely still going to do movie shows and-, and stuff like that. Yeah. As individuals, like, cool. I know personally I'm not going to do... Anything on my own? I'm not going to start a, a slim podcast or a driz podcast um, oh, or anything drizz like on. that. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Rob. What do you, what do you got? I, was, uh,
5: I already, uh, you know, got the uh, URL drizcast.com. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're squatting on him. So if he wants those <laughs> rights, right. he's got to pay. i squatting.
3: I was going to do Robin who crows, and I was just going to start doing porn. I, I honestly, David, I just want a break. I just want like a
5: year to just chill. Like, <laughs> well, you know, after that year, you're going to be wanting to do so because you've yeah. done seasons for eight years yeah. where you've always had a nice little break. Yeah. And then once you have that break, you're like, I can't wait to get back. Yeah. But that's it. The
3: last two seasons, though, like it hasn't even felt like I've had the break. Like I've started to feel it over the years. So yeah, I will. I will well, I enjoy totally get it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, uh, Juliet, how long she's been doing her show? Probably as long or longer than we have. Right.
5: No, shorter, actually. It's only been oh. uh, just at six years right now. Still, you guys were at it longer than us.
3: Still long, though. That's still long, oh, though, it's man. Long.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still, you know, that's still OG in podcast community. Mm.
3: That's another thing I was thinking about. Yeah, we basically, like, came in when it was pretty fresh, pretty new. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we've. We've destroyed it. We've destroyed the game. Nobody else can. I feel like we've done, like uh, us and you guys, uh, we've done it long and, and we've done it long and strong and it'll do you wrong. And I feel like so many people can't do it. Can't do it on the level.
2: And, and David, I don't know if we ever told you, but going back to just the growth, when we had started, uh, we were the RBJ show, we had my cousin involved, and I know that we have spoke of me kicking my right. cousin off the show and stuff, but our <laughs> format then, it was an hour-long show where I, ha- I would gather every episode, like, just a list of, like, shitty, like, YouTube videos and stories, and it was, like, lightning round of, like, different YouTube videos and, like, news stories, and we couldn't talk for more than, like, five minutes. Ten minutes, maybe. So, maybe. We take, ten. like, an hour break. <laughs> we take an hour wow. break. Yeah. So, we we only ended up with, like, 45 minutes of content. But we would be, like, together for, like, five hours a night. <laughs> yeah.
3: Totally get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> David, we got to wrap it up, dude. But it's always, always fucking
5: great having you on, man. Guys, uh, I'm just uh, honored to be on the last season here, and uh, thanks for sending me that text, Rob, and asking if I would come on. That's uh, that's a big thing for me because uh, you guys have been so good to us throughout all the years. I wish you guys nothing but the best. I know that we're always going to stay, you know, in communication except for Drez.
3: Yeah. Um, we won't. <laughs> we we want to distance as far uh, from possible as him. We're going to be able to find you, uh, David, and uh, Juliet's show.
5: Yeah, just go to uh, for Juliet, uh, rant.com for myself. You just go on Twitter at BehindTheRant. You can find me there.
3: Awesome, man. Thank you so much, brother. Yeah, nice. as always. Love we'll you, always boys. Be talking.
2: Love, yeah, you, too, love you, too, David. Have a good one. See you, David.
3: We'll be back in a minute with Bronx Johnny from the Ron, from the Ron and Slim show and his own show, uh, High Society Radio Show. All right. Yo. Johnny. What's good, guys? What's Yo, up? What's going
1: on? Rushing to do this show. I forgot to put my shirt on. Give me a second. <laughs> oh,
3: man. we get a, a little view over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's more than anybody paid to fucking see. Sorry.
3: <laughs> oh, good shit. Good shit, Bronx. Johnny. The man, the myth, <laughs> the legend. <laughs> yeah.
1: How you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. You know, just keep on keeping on. How you gents doing? Yeah, yeah we're doing good, man. We're, we're we're doing good. We're having a
3: fucking good show tonight. Uh, How have you been, man? How's the Bronx? How's the boogie down Bronx?
1: Uh, It ain't burning just yet, but it's on its way. <laughs> it's crazy, man. <laughs> we got
3: a shit man oh is that what, it's, what, it, what it is up there at the moment
1: yeah it's not good man it's not good but you know we got the kid we got the baby now so it's it's a little crazy it's wacky and stuff you know
3: i saw is, it, is, he, is he your first son or have you, do you have other kids
1: i have uh well i have my stepson uh with my wife and then he's our first uh my firstborn is a little guy that's mike mike he's baby he's a badass bro i've seen him he looks like he's gonna be a bruiser man yeah, appreciate that. No, no problem, man. I, I, how has being a dad changed you, if it has? Oh yet? man, uh, oh no, it changes you. Like you more. So I work. I'm a dean at a high school, so I'm more receptive to the kids and stuff. Okay. And, yeah. So, like this little guy, right here. He's a he's a heavy bunch right there. <laughs> Yo, dude. Say so, hey. Say yeah. hey. hey. Yes, yeah, but like they make you more. They make you nice, I guess. Yeah. I'm a little bit more tolerant and shit. They do. They do. Yeah.
3: I got three sons. They really do. Changes your mindset too. Of something. Yeah, something more than just something more than just what you were.
1: Dude, it's awesome and it's weird at the same time. It sounds stupid to say it, but it's something so cool knowing that when you leave work, as shit of a day as it might have been, you got something awesome at home and no stress. Yeah. It's like ah fuck it. You know what? I'm happy
3: yeah i also told my buddy years ago i remember we had my buddy uh years ago on an interview and i just said we're training our replacements and he said that was kind of like morbid sounding but i kind of feel like that's it we we,
4: Uh, it's one thing we're leaving
3: on the world bro we're leaving you know we're leaving somebody you know to, to carry on or whatever
1: yeah, you know, that's, that's our legacy. I never really looked at it like that. That is pretty morbid, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but dude, Johnny, just from... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I used to love you on the
3: Ron and Fez show, and <clears throat> that's where I first heard of you. Um, And I know you know it was been, like, what, three weeks now? Fez, Fez, Watley passed. Uh, how did
1: you take that? Oh, uh, man. Uh, honestly, it's, it's still hard. I feel like, yo, maybe this is a bit, but it ain't a bit, and it sucks, <sighs> but... It's a gift in its own right, cause if you meet somebody personally, they leave you that gift. Like you have memories with them, and he's just an awesome dude. I, I can't say enough how awesome. Like I have a podcast now going on what, seventeen years, and if it wasn't for him and Ron helping out with that, I wouldn't have jack shit. I didn't know you had it that long, dude. Yeah, years. your show, High yeah. Society Radio
3: Show. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love you sure. guys' banter and all. I loved you back then, man. Just on the Ron Fest show, you're one of the coolest cats on it. You and Esad Dave. Years. Just uh, always, always great. But uh, ah, yeah, there was something about you, though. I don't know. It was just some of the quick one-liners you had or, <laughs> or, or, or some stuff like that. Like, it's just like you you would nail it. And uh, yeah, no, man. Like, I I still remember some shit, like a couple things. I, I think it was uh, some of the power hours and stuff like that. It's just something that always stuck with me from back then. And I was going to ask you, like, yeah. uh, if being on air with them, was different than being off air or were they just as cool as they said? They're just to be? cool.
1: There was uh there's no way to say how like if you're cool, you're cool. Whether mic's on, mic's off, you just you are who you are, you know what I mean? Nice. Like yeah. those guys can just they they hold court wherever they go. Dude, Ronnie, just one of the funniest, yeah. fucking
3: smartest comedians I've ever ever come across, yeah. man. Like his mind. Just right on. And I, I didn't know too, do you ever uh have contact with him since you've been on the show.
1: Uh, I've uh more so since Fez's passed. He did our show last year when I know Well, the day I announced we were gonna have a baby, we actually had him on an episode of High Society Radio. Wow, that's cool. That's so That cool. was awesome. Like you know what? And I saved. I like yo. We had Ron on finally. It was, it was done. He didn't have to do that, and he did it. And yeah. him and Fez is just like. And it's it's crazy to say it, but it's true. He's like they're like radio dads and shit.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yo, like I remember yeah. back in the day, Patrice O'Neal went on, he was on Oth- Opie and Anthony. He was like, We're all dads. There's always guys that like do a show like based off of your show. And like, so yeah, yeah. That, that is so true. Like, Opie and Anthony, Rana Fez really influenced the show that we do in certain ways. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, it's just the way it goes. How, how long do you guys have doing a show? This is our eighth season, Johnny, and we just announced Woo! a few weeks ago it's our last. We're it's exhausting, bro. We do uh,
4: oh shit,
3: we do it live. Yeah. We do it like four and a half hours, and uh, yeah, no, it's become so much. Slim is in his uh his day job. He's moving up, so it's gonna get hard for him to yeah. get set days off. So, it, mm-hmm. and I'm also beat, bro. It's it's a lot, like you know. I'm yeah. sure with your regular job. And then with this, and I, I love the creativeness of it all, but it's also like it's it wears on you. So we are definitely going till about June, and then. Dang!
1: So I'm on the Titanic. You guys got me a ticket to the Titanic. <laughs>
4: yeah, <that's
1: right. laughs> yeah. You're going down with us, Johnny. But I
3: can't. I'm what, with it. What'd you say? How long for you guys? 15, 16 years on your show. About. A little bit over seventeen years.
4: That's crazy, bro.
3: I thought we were Uh, doing all right. Almost in a decade, you're you're almost twenty. You almost (laughs) you almost got uh you almost able to
1: drink and shit on (laughs) your (laughs) show. Yeah. Oh
4: damn. So you,
1: what are you guys gonna do once uh? Are you guys going to still pursue projects? Like, how, how are you guys going to do it? Yeah, that's what we were just talking to our last guest about.
3: Like, we always said we're still going to do like a pop up show here and there. Like, a pop up yeah. show. Like, we do sometimes we do a bonus show, which is like we'll watch a movie and make a drinking game. So, we'll probably do nice. those. And I, I, I'm looking forward to a break. But yeah, no, like, we, we do other things. We have like a dark humor skit we do. So, we might do something with that. And just, we, yeah. we will do something. On some aspect, but not as big as this. All
1: right, yo, eight years is a eight seasons is a hell of a run, though, yeah. man. Yeah,
3: I don't know. Do you guys <laughs> do interviews? I, I I've,
1: I've oh yeah, we've, your we've show, had guys but... on. Uh, like I said before, we have oh. we've had Ron, we've yeah. had Vernon Supreme. He's a dude that's a. We had Francisco. We had him. We wow. had him uh, yeah,
3: a few years <laughs> ago. Uh, yeah. He was a lot of fun. That's cool, <laughs> yeah. dude, He's a wizard,
2: man. How do you beat a wizard? you
3: can't you can't bro free horses free
4: horses
2: (laughs) (laughs) the thing is too with our show is that i i think we we were very ambitious uh and still are very ambitious but like what we did is just so big it's like a five hour show we do an hour and a half of us just doing our skits and bullshit and then like four interviews a show and it's, it's it's a lot Um, and I think that's like where our burnout is. We're moving forward. Like if we do come back, it's going to be something at a smaller level. Yeah. How
1: many many, uh, shows a week did you guys do? Was it the one, four hour? Yeah. It's a one, four hour. One a
3: week. And right now, Mm -hmm. and the last season we've been doing two a month. So it's two a month Mm -hmm. right now. All right. Yeah. Mm. We've been on the decline, but
1: no, but I'm saying like, could you guys find a time maybe do two shows of the week at an hour clip? that's yeah that was one of the, the the ideas we were kicking around like yeah just like an hour yeah an hour here and there yeah so it was it, like a, a cool time like where are you guys located at right now south, south jersey south jersey yep. south jersey so all right you have pregame time like no matter how old you are pregame's always what 7 p.m you guys can do a pregame for the weekend show
3: yeah that's true that sounds good yeah you can do
1: seven. you, can do, you guys do seven to eight you can have on like I don't know if you guys have interviewed strippers or you know escorts or whatever. That's always a good time. Yeah, po- yeah, we, porn
2: stars. Porn stars. We've, we've done a lot of porn, porn stars. Porn sex girls. Who's, yeah.
3: Who we, do you guys? Who, porn stars. Who do you guys interview? Uh, who do we just have? Viviana. Uh, Viviana.
2: What was her? De Silva. Uh, De, Silva? De Silva. We had oh. a,
3: a transgendered uh, star a few weeks ago. Veronica Winter. Veronica Winter. Winter. Yeah. We, uh,
2: we've talked to a guy, uh, Max, Hardcore, Max Hardcore, who was amazing. Oh.
3: He's like uh, per- oh, cool. <laughs> Pervy the Clown. Yeah, Pervy the Clown is, is another one we've had. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we we get out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do actors, we do comedians, adult film stars, we do anybody. We do anybody that we could talk to.
1: I hear so. But yeah, man, you guys can still do it. You do one or two shows a week. You cut it down to like an hour show. I think you guys keep depending. You know. Yeah, schedules and an urgent, of course.
3: Yeah, 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 but yeah, no, that that's totally, totally something we have kicked around and, and we would do. I got a big question for you, Johnny. Would you ever live anywhere besides the Bronx?
1: Oh hell yeah, man! <laughs> I'm trying to get
3: out of here now. actually. <laughs> okay, no, I didn't know if it was just like the the way, the lifestyle. Like I no, didn't man. know if you were once, like. Let me tell you right God.
1: now. When, once you have kids, right? So living in a. And the Bronx is nice when you, you know, when you're growing up and shit, you know, you have the same crackheads that you know and drunks. It's a neighborhood thing. Anywhere in the world, you have your regular drunks, you have your, you know, your regular people. Yeah. But then sometimes, you know, the regular drug addicts, they die out. But then you see new ones you don't know and they seem more aggressive. And it's not like Sesame Street anymore. Like Sesame Street at at the dark. It gets scary. Like that character doesn't look friendly at all. Yes.
3: No. He's not like the old Grouch. He's, oh, yeah. he's, he's, no. he's like the Grouch on steroids. I got the same thing. I just on my stupid block down here, man. I get it. I get that. Yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> like Chicago. I've been to Chicago. I went to Chicago once. On I'm you know I'm a Bears fan. I love the Bears. And I was like, hey, yeah, you know it'd be nice. And then my wife was like, oh, hold on. What's it looking like? I'm like, oh yeah, it's got high murders. You know what? Might have to change where we want to go. <laughs>
3: yeah they're one of the worst man i don't know how they
1: i don't know how they deal out there yeah jersey's nice too we were looking at places in jersey but it's just like having an income in one state is a killer that i feel like this is the only state
3: like that where if you work in new york you get double tax because i i lived when i lived in west virginia uh when uh, for a few years when i was married um i worked in virginia and i asked them that was the first question i asked i'm like are, so our double taxes coming out? And they, like, laugh at me. They're
1: like, where does that happen?
3: And I'm like, it happens in Jersey, New Jersey. York. Like.
1: <laughs> hey, you might have been Al Capone not paying taxes. Don't say that too loud.
3: <laughs> right? They might be after me. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, How often do you guys record, though, jo- Johnny?
1: We do once a week. And then every once in a while, like, uh, BK Chris, one of the co-hosts, he did Legion of Skanks last Friday. He was on there. Cool. So you know cool. we're over that gas, so we got it's just a murderer's row over there. So it's <laughs> like sometimes you'll see me on Zach Amico's Spook Show, which is fun to watch horror movies on there, whatever he wants. That's cool. It's always That's dope. Cool. You know skanks always, uh, you know just killer lineups over there. Part of problem with Dave Smith, just good stuff. Nice. And how did
3: you meet your co-hosts?
1: Uh, well I was still interning with uh, Pepper Hicks. Started interning, I think I had a year on him in there yeah and then one day we were just chill in the back i used to do the phone screening for the saturday night shows okay so then when i think he, he, you know we linked up the that of money so i like yo why don't we do a show everybody else is doing the show they don't look too hard you know like an idiot i like yeah you know hey we'll just tell dirty jokes Who who else does that? It like, can't be hard, yeah. We'll it do it, hard. And then, You know, uh he bought along BK Chris and we all linked up and you know, like I said, we've been doing this for seventeen years. Nice. It sounds like a prison sentence now, <laughs> I say <it.
4: laughs> True, true. Seventeen
1: years, <laughs> and do you have a big ass card I, I brought it in a few weeks ago oh dude yo and I used to listen to them back then never got it oh. they were real late to get stuff back I'm like I'm never gonna get one <laughs> dude I got a, I got
3: 205 I, I brought it in a few weeks ago to show Slim like it was yeah. and we're talking about it yeah I had the big ass card 205 and like everyone else was in like the thousands I don't know how I got such an early card, <laughs> <laughs> dude That's they were cool. the best though fuck comedy pyramid like everything they, they they were so good I feel too like yeah. I, I don't know did you just uh, when when you went f- as an intern did you just um uh, did you interview for Ron and, Slim, uh, Ron and Fez or did you go for um like Opie and Anthony
1: well I went I went for Opie and Anthony I had a, a college friend of mine that was interning for them and then he got like he was going through some medical stuff so he had to leave the internship a little early okay. but they knew him they was like oh me, you know your boy's a good dude so then he dropped my name in, and sometimes I suffer from nerves. Like before I got on here with you guys, I had to throw, I was a little nervous. I get nervous sometimes before I do so. So I went to go throw it real quick. Back then, I was in college, so I didn't know what that was. So I just smoke a joint. <laughs> now, the thing with smoking joints is sometimes if you get it from people you don't know, you don't know how potent the stuff is. It's like, oh man, I was, I was wrecked. <laughs> and I got Steve C. and Ben Sparks, they interviewed me. And I, you know, I listen to O&A I, like, I know these guys I was like Whoa man This is crazy And then Steve is looking at him like This kid looks fucked up Men <laughs> <laughs> is like Yo this guy is great Like we're stocked up on ONA, But he wanna do run and fast? I was like Hell yeah Okay And I was just like Doing big ass card I'm like Who are they I was like Oh yeah you listen to the show That's great And I was like Oh I made an ass of myself <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking fanboyed out and in my ended like, what an idiot. You got <laughs> what it
3: though. An idiot. You got it though. But I was going to I like, I did. I loved ONA and Ron and Fez back in the day, but I feel like you lucked out. I feel like Ron and Fez were cooler to their interns and also their guests. Thanks. Like, I just feel like they were just as funny, just as smart. But they like O and A could be really rough, really rough on They're interns. Ruthless. But
1: they, you know, those those dudes were always good to everybody over there. Was always good to me. I got no complaints about over, anybody over there. That's cool. I
3: always just, good.
1: I remember uh, too. I interviewed. I interviewed, like you said, with Steve C. I
3: interviewed with Steve yeah. C. and I forget who else. And they offered me the internship. I just I lived in South Jersey at the time, yeah. and I couldn't afford a commute, and I couldn't find any of my buddies up there to stay with, so I didn't uh, take yeah. it. But
0: yeah. No, dude, we
1: had I uh, I don't know if it was Nosferatu. We they had a guy, and I think he was coming from like PA. Yes. Yeah. And I, w- I was like, dude, you coming from PA for the internship? So the kid would be in the city by like five, f- like four thirty-five. Yeah. And then he'd leave and wouldn't get home till like eight p.m. I'm, I'm like, dude. I remember
3: he worked at like a grocery store too. He didn't even have like a yeah, major man. income. Yeah. I remember he was there when I did my interview Nosferatu. Cause I just remembered oh. his awful pants.
4: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Awful> pants. <laughs> That's a good dude though, man. He was always chill. Um, it's just, you know, Hey, you get a shot at your dream, go for it. Just chase it and see how it goes. Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, like I really wanted to make it work, but it's just like driving the gas the tolls. I, I don't, I don't think I could have back then. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Like, I I worked for a station down here. I worked for the Rat in Belmar. It was a rock station. And I had my own shift for a while.
1: Yeah. I I think Dave's down there.
3: Yes. He, he was. And he was at the Rat. He was, he did the morning show with Carl. And I did that show for a while, too, when I was there. Nice, bro. So, yeah. And then, uh, so I got fired from there, whatever. And then for years, I just, I had the itch. You, you get in there, you always have that itch. And, uh, Years later, I always wanted to do a podcast, and... People would always say they were going to do it with me, but nobody came through. And then one day, Slim, this dude right here at work, he was like, I want to do one. Or he was doing one with his cousin. He's like, you want to sit in with us? And I was like, yeah. So it's been ever since, man.
2: Yeah. And then eventually I kicked my cousin who I started the show with. And it's just me and Rob. (laughs) He fired
3: his cousin. That's ruthless. I respect. That's ride or die, bro.
2: (laughs) I sent him a text message, bro. I was like, uh, we can't have you anymore. Dude. You're No good.
1: <laughs> uh, that's crazy, man. Like you, Thanksgiving's got to be awkward for you, right? <laughs> I
2: don't nah, know. him and I are still close. We have a, like I think we didn't talk. To each other for oh. at least like a year after i did that and then now we're, we're i just always again, figured so. your
3: cousin's like kind of dumb so he was just always kind <laughs> of no, fine no, with everything he like... was
2: well he was 19 at the time and you know i was in my late 20s rob's an old man uh, yeah <laughs> so, I, was, I was like 50 at the time yeah, he was, i was like 50 60 <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> oh man no Shit.
1: the funny thing too is like does he ever do like good jokes and you're like, yo, do you mind if I use that? You're not going to use it. You're not podcasting anymore. Can I get
2: that? No, he doesn't. Nah, no, I think that was one of Rob's problems with him was that he he had this crutch of just uh, using the N word a lot. Is he, did, funny. he did
3: that, but he also, Johnny, he, that and like while we were doing this, he'd be on his phone. Not even paying attention. Yep. He was just scrolling through his phone, and I'm like, Dude. Is a
1: young guy though. That's what young kids do." Yeah.
3: yeah, but yeah, then like Slim said that thing, and I was like, "Yeah," and a couple times I wanted him to do a bit or two, and he didn't like. He didn't come through. He didn't come
1: home. Oh. Look at Rob. You a home record, dude. <laughs> I <laughs> he guess. a home wrecker.
4: Wow, right. you <laughs> made have
1: last eight eight seasons. That's pretty good, man. He fucking, we yeah. lasted,
2: yeah. but I destroyed his family, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his uh his major goal is to tase me at the uh end of this season. Yeah, so, Johnny. I oh, said we
3: gotta go out. We gotta go out big. Yeah. And so uh, I might just
2: be dead after the show. <laughs> oh
3: jeez. I feel like I got it right
1: here, man. I got it right in my
3: pocket.
2: I, I don't want to be tased, I got Johnny. A, I don't. I don't, that, like I don't feel like that. No,
1: I can't blame you on that. <laughs> that fucking Whoa. thing is
2: scary, right? Even Johnny backed up.
1: All right. <laughs> Whoa, that's yeah. That's something you, you, you like kung fu punch a, a bear with that shit.
4: That's
1: an animal killer. That's to stop animals, dude. Look how slim slim is. <laughs> He is a little guy. He's
3: adorable. <laughs> He's adorable, <laughs> but he might have to take a stunt or two. Uh, yeah, you know?
6: Have, have
1: you
2: guys done a live show yet? We are. This is live. live. Right now, We've Johnny? been doing live for like, eight years, like Johnny. A live event show. Oh, like live, live. Oh, sort of.
3: Ah, uh, yeah. We did like a live. Uh, we did our, our, a couple of our friends who are actors. They had a. Uh, their movie come out in Philly a few years ago. We did that live, uh, like
1: nice. a, an interview type of thing, but
3: yeah, but not never live, not like a live like
2: audience or anything or now. anything like it's that.
1: Like when yeah, energy, I could see you doing like a bar night show. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Be we cool. thought
3: about it years ago, but it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, it's like, we already do this. It's a lot of planning and with our full-time jobs, yeah. Well, yeah, no, that would be cool. That would be cool as hell,
1: man. Yeah, man.
3: How do Yo, you, you, you chase even them do at that? At a
2: bar, that'd be awesome. How yeah, do you How do you do that, Johnny? How you do you go reach about out that? At the
1: bars, or uh, we uh, the times we've done one pizza night, we did a dollar pizza night party, and then uh, Chris handled that. We saved up our money, we paid the venue, and then you know. You're not making any money off of it, but you're yeah. hooking up the fans for being loyal. That and yeah, also I'm just, just getting your
3: name out there. Yeah, I would definitely yeah. be down for that.
1: Let me tell you right now, you get free drugs at those parties. Not that I condone <laughs> that anymore. I'm a married guy with right. kids, dean but. out of high school, but, you know, hey, free drugs. <laughs>
3: Johnny, we got to wrap it up, dude. It's It went fast. It's been a All blast right. talking to you, dude.
1: Love you guys, man. Sorry I'm on here I'm when mad. you guys are ending. It's really weird. I feel like I'm on a, a planet that's going to die, and I just
2: i like, yo, this is pretty cool. Well, well so, so, so Johnny, have you ever heard of us before or, or not until Rob had reached out to you?
1: Uh, till Rob reached out, I can't lie. Right. I always feel that's awkward. That's all right. Re- yeah. yeah, no, but no, we... Oh, yeah, let's see you guys on the timeline. What's your favorite bit? Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah no, but we've been friends,
3: Johnny. We, me and you yep. have been friends on Facebook Hell, for a yeah. while. So I know we have talked here and there about stuff. So, yeah, no, like... That's why I was like, yeah. Uh, You also went on a, one of our buddies shows, Sam Namo from uh, Reckless Airwaves. Yep. So you had, he had just had you on, and I was like, yeah, I'd love to have Johnny on. So I saw yeah, that you were you on when
1: you hit there. me up, I was like, wait a minute, is this... Am I doing the same show again? Like, did I do good? <laughs> did I do good? Did I do good? But no, Sam's a good buddy of ours. And I was like, yeah, you a good dude, man. Up the
3: so yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'd love to have Johnny on. So,
1: And I'm glad you cleared that up because I did the interview with him over the phone. And I had to go hide in the bathroom because when you got a newborn, they make a hell of a lot of noise. <laughs> they do. So I'm in there with him. I'm like, man, this is uncomfortable. Like I'm trying not to crack because Fez just died. I'm like, this is just weird. <sighs> yeah, and that's
3: why. Like I would have like, yeah, have you on like closer to that. But yeah, I also wanted. I understood that that you know was still fresh, and I yeah. was also booked up. Like we get a lot. We get a, like I'm kind of booked through like November right now. So it's it's uh it's a business, my friend. But yeah, yeah I appreciate yeah. you coming on, man. It's been great.
1: Gents, a pleasure.
3: Fuck yeah! Pleasure. Where can
1: everybody find you? Uh, I'm on Facebook, Bronx Johnny, and then on uh, Twitter, I'm I think I'm Bronx Johnny One on there. I don't go on there enough. I'll okay, start doing it, but and also, you can hear the podcast High Society Radio on Gas Digital Network. Yeah, live
3: 8 p.m. Thursdays. Cool, man. Cool. Take care, Johnny. Uh, when this all goes up, I'll send you all the links. All right, brother. Thank you guys. You Have too. Man. Thanks, man. Right. See ya. See
6: ya. See ya. Robin Slim Show. Uh, I, oh, I got the wrong number. I'm oh, sorry.
2: Wait, uh, no, don't hang I'm up. Who's this? Prank caller, prank, prank caller. Steve wait, I like talking Parker. to prank callers. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs>
6: okay, first of all, I call, and I get an answering machine like it's 1984.
4: <laughs> yeah, we're old school, Steve. <laughs> we were... Like, p-
6: did you, like, pop a cassette in this afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Yeah, let's have Steve call at eight thirty. Oh, we're not gonna pick it up. Right? <laughs> but, yeah. We were in the restroom yeah, together. Yeah. Steve. we were like girls. Yeah, sorry. We
3: were,
2: uh, uh, Rob, Rob was uh, so rubbing my balls while I teed. It helps.
3: What's that? What's that? Yeah, yeah. We, we've decided it's gonna be our last season, Steve. Uh, well, how long does the season last? Till June. So we'll be on. We'll have you oh. on again if that's cool. Oh,
6: this is like this is like the how Walking Dead this last season is like 700 episodes. What's going on with it? Like, every
3: time I think it's over, it just comes back. It just comes back. It's great. It's great.
6: What I understand, because I have not been following it, but I've heard that they're doing uh, 20 episodes or something for this final, but that's like two seasons. I don't know.
3: Yeah, and I don't know. (laughs) They've also been longer episodes, some of them, too. And I I was telling Slim before the show off the air, like, the, the episodes have been so good. Last week's I didn't even know if I was gonna be able to sleep after. It was so terrifying. It was
6: it Well was... I heard it was like a horror... I haven't I, I watched the first episode and I haven't seen the rest of the season, but I heard <sighs> last Sunday was like a horror movie. Yes. I was like I was just grabbing
3: the arm of the couch as hard as I could. I just I couldn't even I couldn't wow. even sit still. It was that crazy. So yeah, they're really wow. really going hard with it, man.
6: Oh, how have you been, Steve? Mm. What have you been working
3: on? If you could talk about it.
6: Well, I can't remember the last time I took I was in New Orleans shooting this movie uh, for Netflix called We Have a Ghost. Did we talk about that? You or was it before that. You,
3: you we haven't we didn't talk about that, but I remember when I reached out to you to have you come on this season, you said you were doing that and had gotten evacuated.
6: Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I've been in Atlanta just waiting and now I go back tomorrow to finish the movie. Okay. And um, yeah, so they're they about, I think they're about halfway done. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine because they have to redo locations, everything, hotels. It, it's a I can't imagine. Wow. Uh, what they to do. Yeah. And then there's a looming uh, un, uh, cruise strike uh, next week. <laughs> oh, no. A so cruise strike? But I got married and during the break, and I did that show uh, Atlanta. It's on FX or F- FX. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I've kept busy and enjoying seeing my family. That's yeah, awesome! C- Congratulations! Congratulations. Hey, congrats! You grow. You guys grow up so fast. I, I, I can't I even know.
4: It seems like I just
6: was out of high school, and never hanging out at the soda shop. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I bet my invite got lost in the mail, Steve. I, that's the only reason why I'm thinking oh. I, I wasn't there. Uh. <laughs> oh man! But I wanted to ask you too, Steve. You did film a, a, a movie with Jennifer Lopez, right?
6: Yes, that's did, what I was doing all winter did a rod yeah.
3: show up did a rod come down there and like threaten you yeah, like get yeah, away from yeah, my girl he there,
6: no he did he did not he did not threaten me <laughs> um he was there maybe for about a week or so um, it was a little tricky because you know we were all quarantined
4: mm. and
6: she had we had our house and she had her house and yeah he was he was visiting like a little, and it was funny though because we would We knew he was there. And then you'd read, like, a couple days later, all these rumors and stuff. It was really kind of funny because, like, we were there. And when we'd be shooting, one of the locations is right on this cliff that overlooks the ocean. And there are these fishing boats that came out. And we knew the routine. They weren't fishing. There was paparazzi in these boats. (laughs) And just trying to get a shot of her. Uh, And I had an idea that what they should do is have, like, a lottery. And each day... A crew member like pulls a number, and if it's their number, they get to take a, a sort of planned, candid photograph of JLo, That'd be and then awesome. they get to sell it to like a tabloid. Yeah. so it'd be kind of like winning a little lottery ticket.
3: Yeah, we, we, I thought of that too late. So. I didn't think of like d- yeah. a- a- A-Rod was there, just like staring at you while you were like on camera, like giving you like the stink eye, like don't go close, no, he don't did go too close Is <laughs> it, He's tall though, my god. He, Is he? He's
6: a big fella. Wow, I I know he's 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 big.
3: I didn't know how tall he was, though. Did she just leave him? Player kind of size. Yeah. Well, they had they had broken up, but I
2: I think she's what Ben Affleck. But no,
3: but she's she still has her Gen friends. Where like Uh Ben Affleck or A Rod shows up, she she's she's cool. She's a cool (laughs) chick.
6: Yeah, it's hard because it's really amazing the kind of stuff that swirls around. I've never been around that kind of stuff. I mean, Walking Dead was kind of like that in that they wanted to take pictures there wasn't the gossip stuff like, <clears throat> her at all just so much all. we'd be like uh, she was here with us working um, you know she didn't like zip back to new york for some yeah it was crazy <laughs> some um,
3: rendezvous
4: uh, steve i'm actually <laughs> curious yeah, to
6: so you said the
2: fishing boats, like you guys all knew they were paparazzi. So have you oh, gotten yeah. to the point in your career where you could just identify paparazzi, or you've just started attacking fishermen? <laughs>
6: right, or one of the other. I'm just a very suspicious person by
4: nature. And now
6: these guys were obvious because they they were out there and they weren't moving. So they came out to oh, where no. there aren't aren't Dude. you know really fish because it's like well there haven't been fishermen any of the other. 15 days we've been here they didn't even Why, have rods here they just and, yeah they weren't fishing <laughs> there weren't like no nets no nothing it was like hmm yeah i wonder yeah and uh Th- throughout you I mean, nothing your... to really do except see us shooting we're just shooting a, a scene by a pool so <laughs> that's it though that's the that's what they want
2: i'm curious i don't know if that one was it but what was your a uh, weirdest paparazzi sighting oh, in your career
6: or yeah experience let's see i've never gotten the only time it was weird like the only time i I realized oh that's what fame would be like is when i may have even told you guys i went to my first uh convention like right after walking right after i died on the walking dead like about a month or so and it was a big walker stalker in orlando and so everyone who's there is like two or three thousand people they they are all watching the shows that they everybody knows you and that was kind of weird because you're just like you hear your name being called you're like i don't know anybody in orlando florida (laughs) um and it gets so that's kind of weird and i can't imagine like someone like a melissa mcbride and uh what's his name please daryl um uh, um, what's his name Mm. Uh, whatever
4: you know they can't
6: go anywhere yeah they can't go anywhere and i that's not you know the people who i can't imagine wanting that fame because it's Uh, you know sure you might get a you get you know some free stuff and you get a nice table at restaurants, but otherwise it's like like just right now me and my wife now i can call my wife and my stepson we were just up at this little park having ice cream and you know if if you're famous, you can't do that. No. People come over and get a picture, and you know it's a weird, it's a weird side thing to us. Yeah, you
3: you can't go anywhere without that. Um, oh, who's no. the one? Who's the woman that plays Maggie? What's her name? Uh, oh. oh, Lauren Cohen. Yes, Lauren Cohen. She was uh, around here a few years ago, and I just remember. Uh, all I could think of was, like, oh, I hope I run into her and get a picture. Because she was around here vacationing at the, for the summer.
6: Wow. And,
3: yeah, no, oh, like, wow. I'm sure I'm sure everywhere she went, everywhere she went, she got that. Jeez. But um, I also wanted to ask, though, like, uh, some mention in that, Steve, what has been your most physically
6: demanding role? Oh, you're like, this is, like, real questions. What's what's wrong? What's happened to you guys? <laughs> it's the end of our season, <laughs> yeah. so we're, uh, we're
2: developing to the next level we, before we end the show. We're
6: physically... <laughs> Uh, you well, know, you know what's kind of funny? It's like, it's, well, one, I did a, a, a film in New York, God, in 1985, 86, and we shot it in February up at Fort Tryon Park, which is up near the Cloisters and George Washington Bridge, and it was like 20, well, maybe five degrees below zero. That was just unpleasant but the oddest thing is when we shot uh shotgun wedding the jennifer lopez movie for like about 11 days i was i had to stand in a pool like up to my chest and it's not like again it's not like a courageous thing it's just weird like if you spend that much time in the water your body starts doing some fairies i think you actually start to decompose <laughs> you know, you see those, the wrinkles you see those blotted yeah, the, yes. it's that, and you get your skin gets so soft, it's like you're made out of tissue paper from CVS or something. And it's you know you turn the lamp, turn the lamp on, and your all the skin in your hands tears off, and there's a pool of blood by the lamp. It's it's bad.
3: Yeah. Wow. Jesus yeah. Christ. It sounds like paradise at first. Like I was in a, I was in a, a, a pond for a few days. No, it doesn't. It doesn't sounds rough.
6: yeah it's like yeah it was oh you know what it was it was a an infinity pool poor steve had to stand in an infinity (laughs) pool in the dominican republic five-star resort for a week and a half (laughs) that's it you're
3: like those models and and they pay
6: yeah they're paying me (laughs) and yeah i I don't have any complaints and i was staying in a villa uh yeah yeah it was rough was the, was the wi-fi spotty or was it
3: was it uh, all right no it was, it was perfect <laughs> oh okay it was,
6: yeah it, all the actors we did it we it, it was it was stupid how nice it was how everyone treated us and the movie was fun and the director's great and everyone was not nice. yeah it was it was one of the most ridiculously nice experiences <laughs> i've ever had it, it was stupid yeah okay uh, <laughs>
3: That's great. That's great We all though.
6: we all live with each other. It was like camp. You know, usually actors yeah. go back. Like the thing I'm doing in New Orleans, we all go back in the hotel. People don't really talk to each other. But we were living in the same house, all the main cast. So it was like oh, the Brady Bunch. It was, yeah, it was really cool. Like wow. Manny Kravitz and Cheech Marin and all those guys. So it was just, uh, it was pretty fun. That is, you that
3: know. sounds amazing. What um I was gonna ask too, Steve. Uh, having written like I we we've talked about it before too. You you wrote for Tyler Perry. Um, do you prefer yeah. acting or writing?
6: I it's weird. It's two completely different feelings because what's and I've compared it to like you know an actor. You're like the well the writer. You have to give birth and you have to take care of the baby and feed the baby and 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 clean up its poop and all that. And the actor is more like the visiting uncle who shows up from the motel, plays with the kids, and goes home.
4: <laughs> and it's, so
6: it's less hard, I think, because with writing, it, it's you're creating something from nothing, yeah. and that's one of the hardest things. Is when you get these like just starting a script. Whereas I, yeah. acting, it's already there, and you don't have to. You know, you, you're getting, and writing too, unless you're getting paid for a certain job. Like it was kind of nice with, at Tyler Perry. I wasn't writing a script going, oh, I hope they'll buy it. I mean, they'd already paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I mean, they had to like it and everything, but, yeah. you know, so, and now when I write stuff, you don't know if it's going to get made or sold, so it's it's kind of weird, except the process of writing, I don't know if you, if you guys have written, it's really, once it gets going, it's really fun. Yeah, It's kind of addictive. I, I do a little but skit every but it takes a while movie, to get going. Yeah, and it feels
3: like once you get one idea, like, they all come together, but it's also like... Uh, sometimes even going back to edit it's like did i write this redundant or um did i yeah. use too many words at the same time uh and also like you got to write for certain people like you got to know you got to know what they could do type of thing like
6: it, it is it's, yeah, it's a different craft uh, well, the best advice i ever heard was that because i i was kind of like i didn't i was blissfully ignorant and i hadn't come up in writer's rooms or stuff but the tyler perry's executive producers just told me write what you'd like to see on tv you know and it was like it was like being a kid with like with your army guys or gi joe It was like you make your stories and it was really good advice because it was like well i know what i'd like to see i've always wanted to see this or this is the kind of thing that used to make me laugh let me write a scene in that style and because when i've written things that i if you don't you get too general and it's just not fun it's like you know they like playing with your sister's Barbie dolls. It's just not the same. <laughs> you don't want anyone to catch you. <laughs> yeah. I tore my sister's Barbie doll's head off and threw it in our pond.
2: Oh, my God. I did the same thing, Steve. I drowned my sister's I Barbies. I think Good. I did that to my sister's
6: hamster, but we're not oh,
2: going to. To the hamster. We're not no. gonna, he no. and Steve are killing Barbie dolls. And you're killing animals. No, <laughs> no,
3: no. I just remembered, I think oh I talked my, my sister into cutting her Barbie doll's hair off. I was like, yeah, yeah, cut that hair off. It'll look good. It'll yeah. look good.
2: I I convinced yeah, my said, sister, like, yeah. when I was a kid, uh, at one point I had convinced my sister that I can communicate with all her Barbie dolls. That I would tell her like uh, what they were saying and were stuff.
6: You her older brother? Yeah, uh, no, no, younger. He's, he's younger.
2: younger. I'm the younger brother. Oh, yeah. I still managed to convince her though these things. She was dumb. <laughs> wow. She's not a very bright girl, but that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's
3: surprising too that Slim's smarter than somebody. Like, I know. That's
6: that this is kinda of groundbreaking. Yes, well, I feel like we're definitely. It. I hope you're recording oh, it.
2: Wait, well 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 speaking of my genius, Steve, I did want to talk to you about something. So what Rob and I wrapping up the show, you know, we're kicking around ideas of like what we're gonna do with our future. Like obviously him and I I think are still gonna kinda of stick together and do things creatively. And one of the things yeah. I was thinking about him and I doing is, uh, like, directing films, right? So oh, I have yeah. a couple of films that I was wondering if you would star in. Um, one of them is titled uh, Steve Coulter in the Woods. Uh, I'm looking for a guy that kind of fits the description of uh, Steve Coulter, right? And uh, I, I don't know if you just feel like that name fits you. And uh, we're just going to follow you around in the woods with a oh. camera. A lot of it's improv, stuff like that. I have another one called uh, Steve Coulter in the Ocean. It's going to be a lot of swimming involved. Yeah.
3: I was thinking Steve Coulter at (laughs) CVS. Steve Coulter. That's another good one.
6: That's a, that, it could be a very good series I'll do that I like that just sort of walking around and you think something's going to happen <laughs> right? and it just never comes so I was thinking uh, you could do scary. like a. That's scary. I was thinking yeah. like
3: a big scene where like you thought you had a coupon but you did you ended up finding the coupon after like five minutes oh, but it was expired that's <laughs> right. it was
6: expired <laughs> Oh, and I could, okay, I, this is good. This is, you guys may want to not retire.
4: <laughs> this is why we're retiring. <laughs> this is the best of our okay. plans. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was
3: going to ask you, Steve, oh, would you ever reprise your Captain Ahab role for like a movie? Oh,
6: yeah. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. That was. Um, I just
3: rewatched the commercial last night. It is.
6: It's a fun,
3: a fun commercial.
6: Yeah, it's just silly. How long did it take though?
3: Like I, I, I know it's only. uh, I don't know how how long the commercial is. Like it's probably about a minute or two. But how long did it take to to get
6: that to get that material? Just really, just a day. We started. You know, I had to. We started probably shooting by ten. And then I was done by like four or five, I think. Oh, that's so it was November. Bad. So, so we, had to, we, had to, we had to go with the light. And, they, um, and it probably took longer because the director and the producer both had tested positive for COVID. So they had to direct uh, and produce from their hotel room oh. to an iPad that was mounted in the car that I was sitting in all day. Wow. And, um, yeah, we just drove back and forth. In that uh, uh, little car. Yeah. Hours and hours and hours. And I was was a little concerned. I think I might have told you that I was going to lose my voice because I haven't had to shout like that or talk at that volume in years. Um, But I just drank a lot of water and luckily it just stayed. And and, uh, yeah, we did a thing, the whole thing that they never showed, they may do at some point with a peg leg because they also built, they custom built a peg leg made out of it was the guys from Marvel, uh, to look like a whale bone. Wow. And it really did. And it, it had us like walking out, like coming back after we've shopped and I've got a ton of shopping bags and I'm walking. It was really tricky walking with this <laughs> yes. thing on my leg. Wow, um, I could only do like four steps before I would like collapse. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I'd do it again.
3: It was, yeah, cool, was I was gonna ask too. Uh, has acting picked up since since COVID?
6: Has it? Is it almost back to what it was? I have n- not. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I think they got. You know, Atlanta did it, and LA did it after. You know, Los Angeles was hit really hard by COVID. Yeah. Um. And but the Atlanta, you know, there's like 40 things in production right now here. Cool. And they really sh- they follow those COVID protocols. There's like a, these little officers that go around the set and that you're you know if you've taken a sip of your soda and your mask is down they'll say excuse me could you put your mask up
4: Wow! and
6: you get tested like i got tested yesterday today because i have since i have to fly and work and then they test you every other day yeah and everyone yeah it's pretty uh, intense That's but i've cool. been this is the busiest year i've had in five, six years or so. Wow. Um, yeah. So I can't complain at all. No. Yeah. I just Luckily
3: I've been going just like job to job to job. Cool. And that's what I um, kind of thought. I kind of had the feeling that it was either almost back to, or back to normal. So that's good. to hear. Yeah. I mean, they're
4: very,
6: there's, you know, they can do it like this Netflix. And I think Disney, they can require you to be vaccinated to work for them. Cause it's mm-hmm. private business. Yes. And I, I didn't have a problem with that. Most people don't, you know, Yeah. um, but it's, so I think that helps that it is very like the, when I shot that Marvel series from April to August, I think there was one one example of someone testing positive and it turned out to be a false positive. Cool. And that's a crew of like five hundred people. Yeah. You know, what? so
2: do we still not know, so they, yeah, they're, they're, do we still not know what that Marvel series is?
6: Uh, well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's
2: not any of the ones that have aired recently. It wasn't Loki, and it's not What If?
6: No, they did. They shot Loki in Atlanta. Um, no, this one will come out in 2022, maybe this spring. I don't think they know. It's Moon Knight. But it's, it's different from anything they've done before. I can say that. Moon Knight. It's Moon Knight, yeah. It's very, Moon Knight. Very, it's got to be
2: Moon Knight. He's the only like Marvel character that's just like odd and like he's he's Batman. No, he's Marvel. Strange is, is odd. Doctor Strange is
3: odd. I love him, but, but he's he's odd AF. Odd AF, as the kids yeah. say. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so so wait, now being in a Marvel series, uh, are you all caught up on like the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Are you keeping up with things that oh, are, I are happening? Already,
6: I already. I I I've always. Yeah, I, I signed on early to that universe. Okay. I even rewatched. I went rewatched the last, you know, the Endgame and whatever yeah. final you, fantasy, whatever the last one was. Are you excited I've for No Way Home? Him.
3: Huh? Are you excited for No Way Home? I just cannot wait for Spider Man. No,
6: yeah, Way, it sounds. No it sounds really, really, really cool. Yes. And um, and Tom Holland is so great. He's like yes. really. Um, but I'm curious because they're, they're talking about all these little multiverses and stuff. And oh, have you guys seen What If? Um, yeah, uh, Sim, uh, and
3: Marvel. it keeps telling me. And I, I've seen commercials. I, I think it's coming to AMC or or something. Like it looks cool. you so,
6: can get it on like Disney Plus. Yeah, I guess yeah, Disney Plus. And it's oh man, animation. It's kind of like the way the animation from the Spider Verse movie, but it's just really well animated. It's really violent. Yeah, and it's, it's and, dark. But, but I do uh, but the animation is great. So I'll tell you Steve uh, my
2: my favorite episodes so far have been the um the the uh, Black Panther one where he's part of the Guardians of the Galaxy where he's yes. Star-Lord. Yes. The Doctor Strange episode was phenomenal. The one where his uh, yeah, girlfriend dies was, out. That wow. was kind
6: of an epic story. Wow! Oh, yeah. Macro.
2: And then the most recent one—I don't know if you've seen it. R- yet, yeah, but uh, we'll just call it the Age of Ultron. That one was very good as well. Those are my three like was top. Was that the of that zombie one. one? No, I didn't really like that one. No, it wasn't the zombie one. Yeah,
6: I didn't care for the. Oh, so there must be another one since it, because the zombie one I was like, okay, we've seen that before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And That's how it I felt. Out of nowhere.
2: I, I felt that way about that, too. Where I was just like, this is just every zombie story retold with Marvel characters. <laughs>
6: yeah, exactly. Yeah. But no, the so so you, a new one since
2: then. Yeah, because they air every Wednesday. So I saw it last night. So it's, it, it, it would be today that you can watch oh? it. And it's, Oh, cool. um,
6: it's Yeah, good. I like them a lot. At yeah. like, first I was like, is this just some little... But they got, mo- they got most of the original cast to do the voices, except for like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans. Wow! but apart from that they did wow. like everybody yeah it's like they got you know because it was done with um um uh black panther um uh god chadwick, Boseman. chadwick. yeah yes. he voices
2: himself in really? this. really yeah.
6: wow. Yeah. wow oh my
3: god Yeah, i need to see that steve we have to wrap this up man it's
6: Oh,
3: that's fine. Celebrating so <laughs> my birthday tonight. He said, "Oh, that's
2: fine." Did you say something about your birthday? That's another. Birthday. That's another movie yeah. I'm I'm working on. It's called Steve Coulter's Cake.
3: Steve Coulter's birthday oh, the
6: bash and his cake. Okay. Yeah. When's your <laughs> birthday, Steve? Birthday. Well, thank you, thank you. Well, well, we'll talk again before the the you know the Luke Eric goodbye in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Well, and happy birthday. Happy. What is it today? No, it's uh, Saturday. But I'm gonna be out of town, so we did it tonight. Oh so, man, I got yeah. I got some little bites
3: if you want. I have some little bites, chocolate chips. I'll send them down. No, to that's you. okay. You <laughs> had a big
6: ice cream cone. So. <sighs> Uh, well, happy oh, yeah, birthday. You know, my wife and, and stepson gave me, one of the things is a piece of poop with eyes that, you know, it's like squeezed like the, <laughs> like. Uh, what do you call it? Is it rainbow? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's no, it's just brown. Oh, my and son got a uh, rainbow stepson. one. He got the rainbow poop. No, that's, he <laughs> did not get the rainbow turd. And on that note, let's. Let's leave it right there. Yeah. Tomorrow, right?
2: We, Sorry, we will We will talk to you again before we disappear forever. Yeah, until we get
3: the restraining order. All right, <laughs> All right. Take care of yourself. You love too, you, my too, friend. Bro. We love you, brother. Bye.
0: Bye. Roger. Hello, hello. Roger. Hello.
3: Roger, Roger. Roger Gardner yeah. from Roger the Wild Child.
0: Yes. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good.
2: We- oh, we're good ah there you oh, are oh. <laughs> <What's>
3: up, <laughs> hold on. oh
2: wait hold on i gotta show you our video too oh I yeah a, I, I have my I break screen on us. there we go all
3: right there we
0: are there we are <laughs> i'm doing good cool where are you located roger I'm in Boise, Idaho. Ooh. Where are you located? We're Jersey. J-
3: Jersey boy. South Jersey. The
0: Jersey boy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. All right.
3: <laughs> and uh, I wanted to ask I, I, I love your show. I've, I listened a bunch last night when I was doing our, our prep and all. Um, okay. How did you meet your co host? Uh, there's Deborah and uh, oh my God, who's the other guy?
0: Um, some doofus named Darren (laughs) Chef. Yeah, I don't know. He he claims to be the son of the bass player of Elvis Jerry Chef, but who knows? Uh, He claims to be the brother of Jason Chef, the the uh, longtime leading um, vocalist for Chicago. But I don't know. Does he have proof? Does he have proof? I (laughs) say. Proof is in the pudding, but I don't know. I'm still trying to figure this out. So I, I'm going by his word. Okay. And I'm hoping that he is who he is.
3: Slim told me he's uh, he's an orphan, so that's why I pay him allowance every week. I, I don't is
0: know. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: I don't have no parents. <laughs>
3: I was gonna ask though, how did you how did you meet your, your co host Because are you guys together when you do it, or is it like via Zoom?
0: Um basically we are StreamYard and we hey, can you gotta pass one of those over to me, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. It, it does okay. I I got here we go. <laughs> I mean
0: come on. I mean I'm Roger the Wild Child. I gotta have a drink with you guys. You yes. Know?
2: Yes. <laughs> well, right. Why don't you what pour yourself was, a let's, drink?
0: Let's go back to March of twenty twenty one and the show started with me and a few other friends, and I've been out of radio I'll say about 20 years. I did a quick stint in Rockford, Illinois at 97ZOK on the weekends uh, in 2009. And I was like, you know, I kind of miss radio. It's kind of in your blood. Because once you're in radio, I mean, it's who you are and it's your your personality, right? And so I'm like, all right, so I'm like, let's create a podcast. So I got a few of my friends together. We created a podcast. I called it The Roger the Wild Child Show. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. And we just... Episode number one. And I will say, I looked back to my first episode and I cringed because <laughs> and we all cringe at our very first episode, yes, right? We've
3: done that too. <laughs> yes.
0: And I looked at, you know, we did it. We just, you know, we were reading Hollywood news and just shooting the uh crappy, you know. Um, <laughs> so it was really it was fun. We had a good time. Um, then I'm like, oh, we gotta get some guests on this show, and then I'm like. All right, so I got into a Facebook group for podcasts and I was like, all right, we'll do a relationship issue. So we brought in guests for relationship issues. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, and then I brought in like a COVID show and and stuff like that. And then this PR rep um hit me up and said, "Hey, um we have celebrities we can put on your show." Yes. I'm like, "Oh, really? Okay. Nice." Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, so they hit me up, and um, I booked a couple of their guests. And in this Facebook group is where I met Deborah Driggs. And so, because she wanted to be a a guest on, like, 50 different podcasts. And I'm like, all right, I'll put my name in the list, and hopefully she'll choose mine to be on my show. So then she was in episode number seven. Well, that's where it all began, because she was an amazing guest. She made me laugh. Uh, me and my co-hosts have had such a great time with her yes. that the, I posted on, I was looking for one more co-host and I posted in the Facebook group and she's like, I'll be your co-host. I said, "Deborah, you're going to be my guest. <laughs> oh, I'll be your co-host too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see how you go as a guest and then we'll find out <laughs> if, if uh, you'll work as a co-host. Yes.
3: Yo, that's crazy though Because I was going to say I love what she adds to your show She just seems like
0: Oh, she adds a lot of content to the show And so we kicked it off So episode 8, I made her um, Season 1, episode 8 I made her my official co-host And in the process You know, unfortunately, you know things change in all shows, you know, people come and go and you've got to make changes. And I realized this show's moving into a direction and I'm booking celebrities and, and that just seems to be the direction. Yes. And then, um, so then what happened was we had, we did an episode with Jason chef, uh, former lead singer of Chicago, or not former, the longtime leading vocalist of Chicago. Um, so I interviewed him and that went real well and then his brother darren was watching the show two weeks later he gets the notification because he hit the symbol said like on youtube so then he's like watching my show and then he messages me um on facebook actually um and he messages me and says great show blah 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 that's great and all of a sudden i get a phone call from him and i'm like oh it's darren chef i better answer the phone he must be
2: important (laughs) (laughs)
0: And, um, you know, and so, yeah, so Darren and I kicked it off. We just sat there and talked about everything, you know, uh, music, production. Uh, Him and I have an acquaintance together, Gary Wayne Bridges out of Nashville. He's a TV producer. Um, And that's kind of how I met Jason is through uh, Gary as well. And so that's how I got him on the show. So we just started talking and we just became really good friends in the process. So as things um, escalated, we even had, um, let's see, uh, Frankie McDonald came yes. on to the show. That's how we connected.
3: Uh, yes. We have Frankie on, I think, yes. once a month. Once a he, month, yeah. He,
0: he was a guest. Yeah. And then he became, and then I made him a segment on my show, <laughs> The Weatherman. Yes.
2: Dude, is you, he not fun? You I, didn't make him a segment. He made himself he, a yeah, segment. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Let's he be did. real. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: he is so much fun. And you can go anywhere with him. Like, that's what we realized early. Like, you can't really do um a serious interview. You, you but you just have to go where it takes you.
0: Right. No, th- there there was no serious interview with Frankie. We were just busted up laughing. And then yes. we decide we're gonna make you On the show. So, in the beginning of our show is Frankie. So, we did that for a while. Um, And then, Frankie, we took a break from Frankie because I was trying to play around with some things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to bring Frankie back. (laughs) So. Everybody kept asking, "Where's Frankie?" I'm like, "I guess you guys love him. Let's yes, bring him back."
3: He is. So he yeah, is. so he's
0: back on Sunday nights. We even got we even made him a new theme song. I heard that we have a video <laughs> and everything with a theme song for him, and even Darren Chef produced that and and made that did wow. the uh, music and saying and everything for it That's and. Cool. um And yeah, and then my marketing team decided to create the video. And so now he's got a professional video going into a segment. So it's kind of cool.
3: I love the, the, just the, the, um, I I think it's Photoshop. It's, it's him in the shining. It's
4: just, yeah, it was brilliant. It was
3: brilliant. (laughs) Like the doorway that Jack Nicholson's in. (laughs) So good. So good, Roger. oh but that's what i didn't know i didn't know if you like because you do you have some awesome guests some amazing actors and actresses and i didn't know if you had previously been an actor or anything like that
0: um no i wish
3: me, neither, but I do know what you say we were just mentioning that earlier. Once you're in radio, that that bites you, you always you always have that on your mind.
0: Yeah was... oh, it's in your blood, you know? Yes. When, you know when you have a passion and love about something, it's always inside you. And after 20 years, I was able to turn the microphone on, I bought a home studio and everything, and I'm like, all right, let's do this shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, so I don't know if you have been listening, um, but uh, Rob comes from radio. he was on the rat. In New Jersey oh, okay. here for w- a
3: bit, so. W-R-A-T. Yeah, we, we, it was a radio station. W-R-A-T. I, got, like, right. W-R-A-T. <laughs> I got fired, uh, whatever. But I always who had Who hasn't a... <laughs> got fired in radio? <laughs> <laughs> and who hasn't lied? I feel like that's how everyone gets in. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to college. I'm an intern. Like yeah, like, you know, like, yeah, that's how everyone gets in. But, like, it never leaves you. Like, I always had that. And then once podcasting was a thing, I tried... I had so many conversations with so many people and they're like oh yeah we'll do it and they never came through and then one mm-hmm. day this, this goof across from me <laughs> he's like I'm doing something with my cousin you want to do it and I was like yeah and about a week later I'm like you gotta fire your cousin he sucks and he fired his cousin and we've been together ever since Roger <laughs> for
2: eight years and then, now yes.
0: <laughs> and then you guys are gonna like end it right and then yeah, yeah.
3: we're going But well, uh, you guys are gonna are you having a divorce or what's going on <laughs> I I get custody. I get custody of uh, some of these beer cans.
2: (laughs) All the beer cans (laughs) Um,
3: Yeah, dude, it's, as I'm sure you know, it's it's a lot of work. We also do full-time jobs, and I'm a father, and it's... It's so much work. I'm totally burnt out.
2: Totally yeah. burnt out. And I'm dude. moving up in my company, so it's yeah. harder to kind of do so, this on the side. I was thinking
3: price. of trying to get him fired from his job. And maybe <laughs> we could keep... It's the... not working, is it? <laughs> no. I keep calling this his place of employment and telling him... He... Well,
0: you know, if Darren does not work out, maybe um, I can have you, Slim, on the on my show.
2: Yeah. yeah. Or you could have Rob. <laughs> or, probably, or Rob, so one, yeah, one, one of, of us. us. Or yeah.
0: Rob or whoever. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: Yeah, but yeah, no, I I do, I do, um... It's
2: just a lot of work, and uh, I I was telling some of the guests from earlier, like, what we do is very ambitious, because we always wanted to be, like, morning radio, so we do this five hour long, uh, live show, and it it just becomes a lot doing that every week. But
3: I, I, when when I was, again, doing prep for your, for your interview, I'm like, I was telling some earlier today, I'm like, they're... Basically they, they really remind me of our show. Like it's it's great, the energy the questions, the the you
0: know, we roast each other on the air, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you know, and we give each other crap. Deborah gives me crap all the time. Darren's giving Deborah crap. I mean that. I mean yeah. that's just who we are. Yeah. Y- you don't watch our show and get a serious interview. And I tell all my guests, no shirt, no tie. Okay. <laughs> no shirt, no tie. Hangout, and we're just gonna have some fun. Just a,
3: yeah, oh. a, a
0: hangout exactly. Yeah. Um, I
3: also wanted to ask you too. I don't know if you've been around long enough but we've had the we've over the years we've had third and fourth mics and they always get their feelings hurt like they can't take they can't take the jokes or the ribbing like yeah we have a lot i have a lot of people that hate me roger
0: that's all. So do I. So it's okay. That's <laughs> okay. yes. all right. Yeah. You know, like I said, I've made some changes. I've started this in March. We're six months in, yeah. and we were just listed on Hollywood Digests in the top seventy-five web shows in the world. Wow. We're number fifty-nine.
2: That's amazing. That's amazing. That's
0: what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, is this a misprint?
4: <laughs>
2: so, continuing to what Rob said, um, we used to, in the early days. We would just bring on our friends, right? We'd be like, "Oh, this guy, this buddy of mine's well, that's cool." How my show
3: started back yeah. in March. But just...
2: Yeah. So now, where we are, eight years later, we, we don't, don't invite have anyone anymore, We don't. Roger. We, like, we don't, don't invite have anyone no over.
3: <laughs> yes, you, you
2: are not allowed. Yeah, you realize that the
3: friend you thought was cool is not a cool friend anymore. <laughs> yeah, they they just suck.
0: <laughs> it happens. It happens.
4: <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, but I got
0: really blessed with Deborah. Deborah was amazing. Um, she adds so much content to the show. I've actually made her my co-executive producer of the show oh. just recently. So her and I have been really working um, really, you know, together trying to build our guests. Yes. Um, we are we got in October. No, we just had Steve Weber on um, from Wings. Okay. Okay. Um, Yes, and he's on Chicago Med right now. He's the doctor everybody hates. (laughs) That was an amazing interview. Uh, Sunday night, I had Jet Jurgensmeyer. He played Boyd Baxter in Last Man Standing, and he's also a a new musician. So he performed for us live on the air. That's awesome. And YouTube's already copyrighted, claimed it. Yes, they do that. They do that. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
3: You could have permission from the person, or like you said, you had the person himself doing his own song, but yeah, yeah. YouTube, yeah, no, yeah. That's, <laughs> Whatever.
0: YouTube sucks. Whatever, guys, we're having fun, we're, we're entertaining our audience, <laughs> yeah. and then um, coming up in October, we definitely, we have John O'Hurley going to be coming up, you know him from Seinfeld. Uh, what was he on there? Yes. And then we got Donnie Most in November 3rd. He is Ralph the Mouth. Yes. On Happy days. Happy
3: days. Holy cow. That's awesome. We got a Holy lot. Shit.
0: I've got Jessica Lynn. She's a country music artist. She'll be coming up in October. So we got a lot of great things lined up. Nice. And we we're pretty much almost booked all the way through November. And now I'm getting ready to open up my calendar for December.
4: Yeah.
3: That's how I roll too. I, I book a few months in advance. Like right now. But yeah. November and I, I don't like to book too far in advance, though, Roger. I do like two months at a time because I feel right. like then it gets away from people and then it can be a problem. But, yeah, two months, I do. Solid. I do solid. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the way to go. People
0: are, like, knocking on my door asking to be on my show. I'm actually turned people away. I've yeah. turned celebrities away wow. because I have, I'm have. i in too much demand right now. I mean, the show's going really, really good. That's um, good. And we're just, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out this whole social media thing. That's and, where, like, but, I
3: kind of got got rolling. Yeah, like, we're trying to figure
0: guys. out. Okay, so I can get the views because we, we post a show and we get people watch. We have our regulars, like, you know, that watch our show live. And then we repost in all the different groups, you know, depending on whoever the artist is. So, like, I posted in all the Last Man Standing groups and the Jet Jurgensmeyer groups. And then when we had... um. Joey Belladonna from Anthrax. I put in all the heavy metal groups, you know, so we're getting people watching the show. Yeah. Just trying to get people to like and follow our page so that they're continuously watching. It's a grind. um, I was
3: told years ago um, that it takes about 10 years to finally, to finally uh, build that kind of an audience. So mm -hmm. it is, it's a long grind. It's, it's on every, everything. So yeah. Right it's it's tough
0: it, it's gonna take its time it's good you know like I said we're um Deborah and I are rebranding the show so we've got some new logos coming out um we're uh, we're redoing the whole website um I've had to archive the first season um for reasons I can't explain but um we're doing a lot of cool stuff and we're moving forward and I'm really excited um October 17th We're going to do something really cool. I was going to announce it on my show on Sunday. However, I'll announce it to you guys. Ooh. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So we are going to do our show live from Beverly Hills at Lux Studios with a live studio audience. Wow. Wow. And my guests that will be on there will be Bo McDowell. He is a comedian. He is in the semifinals of Last Comic Standing. Okay, and Gigi Lavangi. She is a TV producer, screenwriter. She wrote Stepmom. She will be in studio with us. Bo will be on the East Coast, but uh, Gigi will be in studio with us. Um, and then we'll have our lot. Li- we could have we could see like twenty people in the studio. So cool. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. So that sounds amazing. really excited about how um, that's gonna work because next year. Moving to Nashville, we're going to create a set, and uh, Darren's out there. I'm going to move out there, and Deborah's talking about moving out there. So we're going to do our show live with a live studio audience. So this would be a good um, test for us. So we got some great plans for the future for the show, which I'm really excited about.
3: That's awesome. Super cool. Super cool. I I love that kind of emotion, too, like a a movement. Like, that's that's an awesome thing to be doing.
2: So you said you're rebranding. Are you changing the name of the show?
0: No, the show's going to be the same. We're just, you know, we're just, you know, we're just redefining the show, uh, changing our logo, um, just, you know, making sure like, you know, a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that people don't really see, but you're going to see like the the way the show looks is going to look a little more defined. Um, The color, we're going to be more color scheme, kind of a little over, you know, it's just a lot of behind the scenes stuff that you know it's a little stuff
3: but yeah that's gonna
0: make it because i'm gonna package the show and my goal is by 2022 i want to sell the show to a network
3: that'd be awesome yeah it's it's super super hard but yeah it is uh, but you
0: know what if if you if if you have a a vision you go for it yes all right it's not gonna come knocking on your door you're going to have to knock on theirs. Yes. And if I have to have the whole package so I can go around and start knocking on doors. (laughs) Kick them in. Kick them in. Takes one person. One person to say, I love what you're doing. And that's going to be the pathway that we need to go. So, you know, I've built my networking um, just in the last six months. It's, it's, It's crazy. All the celebrities that I'm actually friends with and that I've kept relationships with um, since their interview and I'm getting referrals for guests and it's just, you know, it's been a crazy run and I love it and I love it. And it's all about my, our people. And when we do our show, we're always talking to our, um, audience in the chat. We got regulars and they're just, you know, they're in there just chatting with each other because they know each other now, which is really cool. So
3: we're kind of like
0: a, like a family.
3: It is. It's awesome. Like I've always said, I'd rather have like, less fans but that listen to every show that that comment that that always like more message you type of thing like that right the best. and those that's are the, the ones family.
0: that are sharing your broadcast because they love you so much yeah and then the as ones. and then yeah. they're bringing their friends in to watch your show and then their friends and then you know 10 years later you've got you're running 2 billion streams yeah yeah I, I i don't know i don't know uh we got
3: we got three we we did or no we have two Streams, we we yeah. do the Facebook. We do, um, we have a buddy that does a station, and we just started Twitch. We just started Twitch, Roger. So, okay, I heard that's a cool thing to look into. And just off our first um broadcast on there, we had like three people that like listened and listened to the whole show too. So,
2: even today, um, I think there's just been like two people that have just stayed in the chat. It's cool, it's cool that so. like.
3: It, yeah it's cool that they've listened or, or has been there the whole time like so they well, have-
0: one thing i found out is that a lot of people that don't watch the show live you get a lot more viewers on the rebroadcast yeah so right. when they go back and they may be working or with having dinner with their family and then that night or the next day they're like oh let me catch out the roger the wild child show boom yeah and they're just watching it you know like dvr you know yep. just uh you know when on their terms not when we're scheduled now back in the day when we were kids um it was like if you missed it at 7 p.m on a friday night you were out of luck you were screwed <laughs> i i remember hearing an interview with um oh uh, what's his name from
3: happy days of fonds uh uh, Henry Winkler yeah, where he Henry, said yeah. yeah they were one of the top shows or whatever but there were only seven channels on TV at the time so yes they were
0: going to be well, one of the top well you had three networks and ABC, yeah. CBS, and NBC you didn't even have Fox or all no. this other stuff you just had those three <laughs> networks and if the president was on you were fucked you couldn't
2: watch any <laughs> of these shows or
3: a, a space shuttle like launching <laughs> exactly. yeah
4: you were exactly. screwed <laughs> and
2: that's what it was there was only like two channels that actually had like unique shows yeah. right
3: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but he, he he openly says that in interviews. Like, yeah,
2: we're, Yeah. we were the best out of seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yeah. Now, nowadays you have everybody. It's like an oversaturation of anybody right. can go on there not it's not all good, but it's it's all there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a hard hard thing to claw your way up from. Roger, thank you so much for talking to us, dude. It's been a blast.
0: Hey, you know, I had so much fun with you guys. You guys rock it. So, (sighs) And then, you you know, when you guys, your show's over and... um,
3: Yeah, we're we're ready to spill the tea. I'll be on your show. I'll be telling you how much of a piece of garbage slim was and he'll yeah. be on there telling yes. you how how yeah. gross i was to yeah, sit across from exactly. for we'll, eight years we'll just, and we'll I, talk each other yeah yeah
2: <laughs> we might as well just do no. it on the same uh, <laughs> <laughs> show. No, we'd love we'd
3: <laughs> definitely love to to come on your show yeah for
2: sure Perfect. what uh what have you watched our uh, interviews of frankie mcdonald
0: um, I seen a little bit of it earlier today. I seen I found the, a, a YouTube video or some or Facebook video of of him on there with you. Yeah. He's got you know he's he's a great person. I mean he really mm. is a genuine person. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun to talk to. Very intelligent. Yes. Um, yes. we were. <laughs> I have to say this one last thing with Frankie. We were, uh, because um, Deborah sent him, because she's a Playboy model, and she sent him a signed autograph of her March 1990 issue. So it's, she sent a few months ago back, and I asked him on the air live, I said, um, Frankie, where's Deborah's magazine? She's like, Yeah, Frankie, where's my magazine? Oh, it's over here in the cupboard. I'm like, You keep her magazine in a cupboard? Because goes, Yeah, it's 1990. It was a <laughs> long time ago. Frankie loves the ladies. <laughs> I, and yeah, I'm like, that's... We're like, Great. Now you're ta- trying to tell everybody how old Deborah is. Great, Frankie. Long time. It was before the 1992 Barcelona
4: Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And they he started rattling up all yeah. the Olympics and then telling
2: you all the storms that happened around that time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, he is so much fun. He's a super. Oh, you cool. gotta love
0: Frankie. We love him and we're glad that he's back on our show. Yes. And, and he's on every Sunday night. We do our show Wednesdays and Sundays on um, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific on YouTube and uh, Facebook. And Frankie is on Sundays with us in the nice. beginning. So feel free to like and follow our show, please guys, where I'm looking for subscribers and I'm looking to increase our fan base. So, and just check it out because you watch it once, you're going to fall in love. You're going to want to come back because <laughs> you don't know what's going to come out of our mouth. <laughs> and uh, on on YouTube and all that, it's just, it's just Roger the wild child. Yep. just You just search Roger the wild child right up there. All right and you'll find us and uh, make sure you guys follow and subscribe and then get in the chat because we actually talk to you guys live on the air oh in we the don't room. we don't we don't reply to anyone anybody
3: mm-hmm. like that tries to call and in, that's why just... you guys
0: are ending yeah know, at the end of the year we are
2: and Yeah, we, we're done <laughs> we're done with everybody because we isolated our audience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: thank you roger it's been a blast man all right guys thank you mm-hmm
2: have a good one take care we'll be back
3: next week anybody that's listening live
0: am
5: i a joke
0: to you yes you are a fucking joke you fucking suck you've always sucked you 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 know why we haven't fought in years because you're an embarrassment to me and i don't need you anymore i don't need anybody all i do is eat ass and 69 nintendos bro every day or maybe you hate me because i am the only man to see how far you have fallen i used to fear you Respect you. Now all that's left is pity for a sad, drunk shell of a man too afraid to see how alone he truly is.
2: This has been a Fat Lowell's Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio.